Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share innovative thoughts and explore deepening truth in support of the path to unity and enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be looking at crystals as evolutionary tools. One of the evolutionary aspects we've been exploring on Mission Evolution is the necessity of channeling the increasing frequencies now becoming available through all four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. When I refer to spiritual, I'm not speaking of religion, but rather the energetic aspects of life. One ancient tool used to rebalance the energy field of the human is crystal. Often the concept of healing with crystals is met with much skepticism. It tends to bring to mind somewhat ungrounded New Age practices with little basis in fact. However, crystals are actually viable and powerful frequency tools employed by shaman medicine men and women across the globe for at least 50 to 60,000 years. They're used to counter frequency discrepancies in the energy field that can lead to blocks and illness on all four levels. The ability to rebalance and remove blocks is paramount if we're to channel the increased ambient frequency available to us at this time and take advantage of the opportunity to evolve. Can something used for the past 60,000 years assist evolution today? Can the educated use of crystals support the evolutionary process? Where can one find reliable information and training in the use of crystals? With us this hour to hopefully shed some light on the subject is Kak Young. Kak has earned a PhD in natural health and a doctorate in naturopathy. She completed 36 courses in nutrition from Baylor University. She also has a doctorate degree in clinical hydrotherapy. Kak is the author of 15 books, her latest, The Art of Healing with Crystals. Her website, kakyoung.com slash crystal dash healing. Kak, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Good morning, Gwilda. Thank you very much for having me back. I can't tell you, it's just always an honor to be with you on the air and to be able to affirm the work that you do in the world. So thank you for allowing me to be your partner. My pleasure. How did you get interested in crystals? Well, initially, I uh, I was in show business for a lot of years, and I worked my way up the ladder. And on one particular day when I was doing the share series at CBS, the stage manager dropped dead in front of me. And he was a, uh, a 55-year-old man, very much in shape and very energetic, and I couldn't understand what had happened to him. So in my 20s, I began to say, wait a second, I'm a woman in show business, therefore I'm going to have to work twice as hard as men at that time uh, to get ahead. How can I possibly take care of myself and not end up dead on the floor in some studio well, mm-hmm. You know, when I'm in my 50s? So I began to, uh, we have a thing called hiatus, which is you work really hard, you get the show on the air, and then you take a few weeks off, and then you go on to your next show. So during the hiatuses, I began to educate myself in healing. So I got my doctorate in hypnotherapy. Uh, Fortunately, I was able to do it, you know, in between my other shows. And then I began to take trips around the world and study with different shamans and become exposed to things. And one of the courses I took was actually in Orange County from a gentleman named Frank Alper. And he was the perfect and best teacher for me because he believed in energetics and because he had connections beyond this plane into other realms and other worlds. He believed that we were, you know, just a small member of this giant cosmos where there were energy fields for days and days and days. So Frank Alpert really introduced me at, at a very high level to this, and he implanted in all of the people in the class special healing crystals in our hands and in our minds. That gave me a confidence and a kind of a power to begin to work with myself and crystals. As I began to study more and work with them, I was astounded at the changes they were able to make for people who really wanted change to happen. 
And I worked with, uh, you know, I was so young that I was dauntless and fearless. And I worked with people with big problems. I had a wife abuser come to me once and say, I just really want to stop. So instinctively and intuitively, without any training, really, I used the crystal fields to help cleanse his dark anger, to open his heart. And he was able to go back into a marriage and have and have a, a better relationship with his wife. Uh, it took so, longer to convince his wife. So when when you were talking about um, um, having crystals in your hand, I didn't hear the other part when you were working with the gentleman. You were speaking about um, how your teacher put crystal in your hand and what? Yes, and and into our minds. He he activated the silicon that is present in our minds, and therefore allowed us to be able to connect with the silicon molecules of the physical quartz crystal outside of ourselves. So oh, he how do you do that? In our hands. Well, he did it by way of a ritual and a practice, and um, and it was done, you know, in in kind of a secret initiation ceremony, if you will, after we'd gone through three weekends of training with him. Where did he get his training? Initially, he worked for IBM. He was a scientist. And he was working and developing products with them that involved crystals and, uh, and, you know, the silicon dioxide. And then he began to see the other properties as he experimented outside of his lab. He began to see the, other, the properties and what they could do on the spiritual level. He was always interested in UFOs and he was uh, interested in um, intergalactic travel and the, the presence of other creatures on the planets out beyond us beyond our galaxy and so he was able to experiment spiritually and use the crystals as connectors to this okay. world and also he was able to heighten his own knowledge and his own spirituality through crystals so he so, you know he walked what, go ahead what what do crystals actually do <clears throat> well crystals have their own force field they have their own magnetic field and we have our own magnetic field. When we become in the presence of a crystal, a third field is formed. And that magnetic form creates the healing. It creates the, the, our ability to work with other world energies, with the unseen world. So we're basically talking like our electromagnetic fields around us, so the toroidal fields interacting. Does a crystal amplify that? Yes, it, it can. Uh, a crystal can transmute, transmit, amplify, and it can do whatever it is given. It doesn't generate any energy in and of itself. That's why it's so beautiful. But atomically, its structure is a perfect structure. It is the most perfect structure in nature in that everything is even and everything is balanced within the physical crystal itself. That's why you can put energy through it, and that's why it can transmute and transform whatever you give it. So some crystals actually grow. Are they considered to be alive? Uh, yes. I mean, the crystal, I, in the lab, are you talking about when people grow them, or are you talking about No, I'm talking about the way, they, yeah, the way they form themselves. So the crystal well, structures actually they, kind of grow. Yes. Well, crystals are actually formed, and they are formed in the earth uh, when when heat and water and oxygen meet, and the crystal is formed deep in the earth. So whatever it is next to, whatever mineral it is next to may affect its color. It doesn't affect its purity. It just affects its color. Iron, for example, is why you have amethyst. And... Um, so are, you asked me a different me, are question. That's <laughs> okay. Are are we talking about quartz crystals now? Is that specifically we're, what we're, we're talking, talking about? We're talking about quartz crystals, yes. But they're all really quartz crystals. The 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 predominance of quartz crystal is second only to feldspar. Feldspar is the number number one mineral in the world, and then crystal quartz is next. And everything else has that same formulation. They just have different. Uh, properties that associate with them to form a different stone and to form uh, the color. So what's the science behind crystal therapy? What is the science behind it? Mm -hmm. Well, the science is really the joining of the 
the two fields of energy in order to create the third energy. And that third field of energy is where healing takes place. So the science is, you know, boy meets girl and, <laughs> and then love, love results uh, in very simplistic terms. You can't have one without the other. You can't have the, this particular kind of healing if you don't have both the human and the crystal in the field. And then you have the healing that you can direct, absorb, and also send out of yourself. Okay, so you, it's an interactive uh, relationship between the practitioner and the crystal? Yes, it is. So, um, so how much does the practitioner's um, intent play into what the crystal does? Well, that's the complete, uh, that's how you program the crystal. I think that's 100% of what the crystal does for you. The crystal itself uh, has its own structure and its own uh, abilities, but it does not have intention. It does not have direction. So we as the humans take all the power and, and the purity of that crystal, and we direct it. We, we tell it what to do, and that's how it really gets its uh, fulfillment, its purpose. Well, we're going to have to talk about we're going to have to talk about programming and cooperating with crystals on the other time of a commercial break. Cac and I will return shortly, so don't go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Zone, sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. 
Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. To stay abreast of all the wonderful information and tools we have to offer, visit our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka, and our guest is ours, Kak Young. Her website, kakyoung.crystal, excuse me, kakyoung.com slash crystal dash healing. Kak, we were talking about programming crystals. What exactly do you mean by that? Well, the crystal is a receptive body. I think of it as uh, water. And into that water, into that substance, you project an intention. So uh, a crystal, I like to think of a crystal as suspended breath because at one point in time, uh, it was a molten form and it solidified. So it took its last breath and held, held it. So it is an energetic entity. And I like to think that that's what we're working with, that wonderful breath. And go on. <laughs> so uh, what was that? We were just asking about how we program it. How, how does that happen? Oh, right. Right, right, right. And so because it has its own breath, because it has its own aliveness, um, it, it is a receptive being. So we program it by deciding what its purpose is. Um, I like to cleanse it first. And, and by cleansing it and getting it uh, away from any vibrations that it's had before, any other programming, if you will. So then usually you sit in meditation with the crystal and you get to know it. it. It's very important to unite with its vibration and for it to unite with yours. Based on that moment, then you decide what its purpose is. Some people like to have a crystal as a purifier. Some people like to have it as a healer, a specific healer. Here, crystal, go please and heal this for me. Someone likes to heal uh, an emotional problem. Someone likes to heal perhaps the problems of the earth. We ask them to either give out energy, to transmit energy, or we ask them to purify and retain something, like in the uh, case of a black tourmaline. We might ask it to wash negative energies away and to absorb them. So which minerals do you use? Well, I use them all. I, I certainly do have favorites. Um, I work a lot with amethyst. I work a lot primarily with, with clear quartz crystal. I really like it, and I have crystals from around the world that I use in my healing circle, and I find that they have become attuned to each other, and they really work well as a team. Um, I like citrine for certain things. Uh, citrine is the only crystal that doesn't need cleansing. It purifies itself so it can be in a room and absorb toxic in, uh, 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 vibrations and then it can self-cleanse itself um, I use that, jade. You know, that, that's, that's interesting because I've heard that also angelite or celestite can do the same thing which brings up a question I have for you it seems like there are as many different interpretations on what a, uh, any individual crystal does as there are people that interpret it how do you find your way through that well I like to go back to the connection you have with the crystal. Different shapes are purported to do different things. And it's like, it's like the study of homeopathy. Well, the, the, the physicians tried and tried and tried various different uh, treatments on their clients, and then they would take notes and they would see which ones were the most effective. And that became their that became the, the homeopathy Bible, if you will. So the same thing happened with crystals through the ages. People used different shapes and tried different uh, programs on them and different purposes. And they kind of came down to a, a mutual agreement of what those shapes might represent. So you have a channeling crystal, you have uh, a cathedral crystal, you have a dolphin crystal, and they all are purported to heal different things. But when you approach healing, you 
definitely want to have your intention of what you want to do and then connect with the crystal. The connection is the most important thing, even when you select it. So take the time to connect with the crystal. Take it. You know, it comes from a different part of the world. It has a different personality. It has a different vibration. And you can get to know that by sitting with it, by taking it with you, by having it around you, by meditating with it. And when you both begin to reciprocate an energy between you, that's when the power begins. So then it provides uh, amplification of intent once you guys are attuned to each other? Yes, it provides amplification, it provides transmutation, and it provides transmission. Is there a particular preparation of this stone before using it? Outside of what we've just been talking about. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, you know, there's, there's the physical ritual, and then there is the metaphysical ritual of connection and meditation. But on the physical level, you definitely want to clean it. I've Sometimes people collect crystals and, oh, aren't they pretty? And they sit on the shelf and maybe they get dusted, maybe they don't. Um, But basically you want to keep them clean. You want to take them down. You want to wash them. You want to spend a little time with them. They are are living. They are alive. They are suspended breath. There's something to connect with. So when you take them out, you can wash them, you can leave them in the sun for a while, let them absorb some solar energy. Sometimes you can do that in the moonlight, let them get their lunar energy. You can put them in pure water. You can add other crystals to the mix if you want them to have friends. You can, I sometimes I use music to cleanse my crystals. And it isn't that they're dirty. It's just that they are maybe not on the same wavelength you are, and you want to encourage them to have a certain vibrational energy that you can then attune with and work with. So that's the cleansing part, uh, and also dusting. <laughs> you really um, you shouldn't let them all get dusty because they're beautiful, perfect little uh, products of Mother Nature. So are you, I, I, am I to understand you're telling me that crystals pick up and hold frequency from their environment? Yes, they do. Okay, so that being the case, and none of us is perfect, and you're attuning to a crystal and it to you, what about the distortions you carry or the judgments that are not right or the the thought forms or the clogged emotions that you're carrying? Does that impact the crystal as well and through that the client? Well, uh, yes and no. First of all, everything is perfect, and I don't believe that anything is bad, that every emotion has a reason. And if you want to get rid of the burden of that negative emotion, you can release it and the crystal will help you. So your crystal is is not going to become a murderer just because you have angry thoughts. It will help you cleanse that. It will help you purify it. And, of course, the more in tune you are with a spiritual practice, the less you're going to be angry and dark and depressed and uh, having a lot of negative feelings. So if you are in a bad mood, for example, uh, you would want to sit with your crystal. You'd want to sit with yourself. You'd want to make sure that you were uh, a channel of, of proper clean energy to be with your client. So in that case, I would pick out some black tourmaline. I would pick out something that would ground me. I might take a piece of jasper uh, to give me a little courage to get beyond my own self. And I would sit with that mineral in my hand and I would meditate and I would clear that space. And sometimes uh, if, if my anger was justified or if my bad mood was somehow, uh, you know, something I needed to hang on to, I would just say, all right, for this hour, I'm going to put it aside. This hour is for my client. And that crystal would help you do that. And then you can go back into your misery right after you've worked with your client. But definitely you and your crystal need to be beautifully cleansed and perfect to help someone else because you are helping them with their problem and trying not to bring, you know, your bad dish to the picnic. So the the short answer to that question is, yes, you need to make some sort of provision to set aside your unprocessed parts in order to be a clear channel with your crystal when working on others. Yes. Thank you for this short answer. 
<laughs> well, do you have a procedure, uh, one that you just automatically do, a ritual or whatever, before you work with people? Because all of our um, angst is not conscious. I mean, you know, we carry a lot of unconscious stuff we haven't had a chance to get to. So do you have a, a typical routine that you do? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I generally... Um... I generally try not to, this might sound silly, but I generally try not to eat about an hour before I work with a client, and I make sure that I've um, only had water. I don't want any stimulants in my body like coffee or any of that. So I always try to make sure that I am as clean a vessel as I possibly could be, number one. And then number two, I do go into meditation. I do go into prayer where I ask that my work be supported by the angels, but that it is divinely guided and that I only do what is best for the highest good of my client. And then with them, I sit and I'm an open vessel to see how they are. Where are they? I always check in with them first. Where are they? What are they bringing to this session? What do we need to leave at the door in order to do the the good work that we can utilizing our wonderful crystals? So we have just a little bit of time left in this in this segment, but tell me, you they was the client, yes? Yes, they. Yeah, okay. They, they, so you, where where are they coming from? How much does their intent play into what happens? Well, it hmm, it's fifty fifty, isn't it? Because they need to that the client needs to come to me with a willingness and an openness to be healed. And some clients do, and some clients don't. Some, some don't, clients yeah. come. Well, yeah. it is time for that. It is time for that short pause. Cack and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this break. So you stay right there. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. AVS Media You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologist, 
facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing leading-edge information supporting the path to enlightenment. Don't miss all the wonderful things we have to offer on our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. We're speaking with Kak Young. Her website, kakyoung.com slash crystal dash healing. Kak, I have a curiosity here. We were um, speaking of how crystals can pick up energy or frequency and hold it and amplify it from their environment. So you sit with your crystal, you get it all cleared, you get ready for your session, you've gone through all the routine that we talked about. What's to prevent the crystal from picking up things in the room? Um, and what kind of space do you set to prevent that? Well, that's, that's a beautiful question. Uh, I think the crystal is not going to do anything that you tell it not to do. If you have programmed it to be a healer, it's not going to wander off and be naughty. It's going to come right back and do its job. So that's one thing. If your programming and your attention, intention is, is clean and, and pure and strong, it, you, you've got it working for you. And the other thing is in the space itself, of course, you don't want to put on a bunch of rock and roll music and you don't want to have be in a construction site where there's nothing but steel and hammering going on. You do want some quiet. You do want some peace. You do want a place where someone can open up because they're going to open up their vulnerabilities of their heart, mind, body, and soul to you. So you want to make sure that they are in a very safe environment. Um, so I would say quiet. I would say peace. I would say safety. And um, your crystal is going to perform exactly what you ask it and tell it and want it to do. What is the science behind programming crystals? I know they've been used um, in radio and all sorts of things. I'm not real familiar. Are you? Well, the crystal structure itself is composed of a brave lattice. Now, this is a group of atoms that are positioned around each other, and every lattice point, they are connected. So the group of atoms repeats in three dimensions according to this arrangement. That's what makes it a perfect structure in the basic scientific terms. And, you know, as such... As you program it and as you, you tell it what it's going to do, it receives that information and it receives it mentally and vibrationally from you. It doesn't speak. It doesn't understand words. It doesn't have ears. But it picks up your intention vibrationally and it sets there in, in that crystal until you change it. Once programmed, can they be deprogrammed and reprogrammed? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, um, I don't know if a as a kid you worked with one of those magic slates where you'd write on it and then you'd lift the, the front piece and it would disappear all the writing. That's what a crystal is. It, you program it. If you've worked it heavy, if I've had a really dark client that's had a lot of problems and there's a lot of emotion in the session, in this session I will take it out and really cleanse it. And because I know my crystals, I know what they like to respond to. Some like to be cleansed with music, some like to be cleansed with a little soap and water, and some just want to be wrapped up and left alone. So I know their personalities, and if I let them alone and let them digest all that, then they don't retain it. And when I bring them out again, I reprogram them for what job they are going to have to do. And some crystals um, need a, a long rest. Uh, sometimes There's one crystal of mine that is so sensitive that I have to let it rest for about a month after I've worked with a client who's had uh, a lot of upset. 
So are the crystals in the earth being programmed by the increased frequency as we move into the Aquarian age? Sure they are. They're being affected by it. I don't know that I would use the word program, but they are definitely being affected by it as they are picking up that vibration and that, that intensity, that increase. Um, what it takes is a human mind. It takes the, our vibration and our intention to really set it into the mineral world. But if they're sitting there absorbing the increase in frequency, which I think probably all the planet is, is it not then broadcasting that and, and putting it into more into our space? Well, it wouldn't be broadcasting until it has someone to connect with and then to be able to broadcast. It in of itself just kind of sits there. It would pick up things. It's not going to do anything until it's activated. And the activation comes from the human intent? Correct. Okay. Different or colors, maybe but... extra. I was going to say also maybe extraterrestrial intent too. We don't know what's going on beyond our galaxy, and perhaps there are other thinkers out there that are programming our mineral kingdom. Uh, you know that. Now there's that's a whole there's other... a scary there's a scary thought in another rabbit hole. We won't go down right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So different colors vibrate at different frequencies. Do you take the color of the stone into consideration in your work? Yes, I do. Um, I'm not, um, in my work, I do opposite uh, therapy. Some people like to say, all right, if you have a problem with your throat chakra, let's put uh, turquoise or blue on it. Let's do that. No, you work with the opposite. What is the blockage? What is the problem? You go to the opposite stone because that's what needs to be balanced. I use that in chakra balancing. I use that with my uh, karmic law healing uh, procedures, and I, I choose the opposite in order to bring the balance back in. So if I'm healing uh, someone with, um, well, uh, I, the, one of the famous ones is, is black tourmaline for negative energy to absorb anger, to absorb things, and I use black tourmaline a lot. And if someone has uh, issues uh, of, of other anger, I might use jade. I will use an opposite stone to absorb and to bring out that emotion. Um, so, yes, I, w I work with the colors. I use them depending on the person, and I might use several colors, and I might use just one. It depends on the person. If they're very strong-minded, I will probably use just one crystal so that they know that that's the one thing that they can concentrate on. OCD people don't like a lot of different choices. They like to, use, to, to focus on the one. So I have to assess what the patient is needing, and then I will make my choices. So how do you make that assessment without diagnosing? Intuition. Questions. Okay. I ask a lot of questions and, and assumptions. I mean, it's pretty obvious to see if a person is uh, angry, ha sad, happy, mad, or <laughs> angry. You can pretty much know what their emotional field is like. So it's not, a emo it's not a diagnosis so much as it is a picking up. It's my receptivity being aware of where they're at. Do, are there any scientific studies on the effectiveness of this as a healing modality? Uh, you mean crystals? Mm-hmm. Using crystals? Okay. Well, uh, yes, there, there are. There are several studies. And in, in the Book of Stones, uh, I think there's a lot of uh, Simmons and ASEAN have really developed the scientific background for a lot of these studies that have gone on. There are some research institutes that are still working on crystal healing and the, the emergence of energy healing and vibrational therapy. So there's a, there's a lot of that going on around the world. And their book really has a lot of information on that where you can look up these studies and uh, check them out. It's, it's varied across, around the world. Some people uh, in Japan, they believe that Masuro Emoto's work in the vibrations of water and the healing ability of water are very similar to that of crystals. So there's a lot of work going on there as well. Yeah, that's just a whole fascinating area of study there, that work with water. Different types of crystals grow in different genetic formations geometric formations, I'm sorry. Is that taken into consideration when choosing which stone to use? 
Well, it is for me now. But initially, when you're choosing a crystal and you really want to find some that you can work with and that you can become friends with, I think that you have to have a relationship with your crystals. They have to be your friends. They have to be as important as your pets if you're going to do this healing work. So when you're picking them, you want to look at their beauty. You want to mostly feel their vibration and not just in one hand. You have to switch it from the left to the right hand to really see how that energy balance works for you. And the shapes then, as you study them, as you become more familiar with them, and that's what I do in my book, The Art of Healing with Crystals, I talk about the shapes and the formations, but I break it down into some very simple ones so that people can understand them at the, basis, uh, at the basic level and really get to work with them. You learn through using them. You learn through repetition, and it's kind of trial and error as you work with your own crystals. Some are going to do exactly what they're they're supposed to do um like the dolphin crystal if you're working with someone with mother or father issues that's a perfect crystal to work with in relationships as well what is what is a dolphin crystal is that just basically the shape of it it's a crystal with a little baby crystal that's attached to it maybe one or two and the dolphin crystal has a another crystal attached to it so it's like piggybacking on the other crystal so you have the energy of the two entities comprised in this one crystal and you can program each particular crystal uh to work with a a person like if it's a mother-daughter situation you might program the big crystal for the mother and the little crystal for the child to help them resolve whatever issues they are because they are bound like the crystal is uh through creation but you want to also have them bound by choice Okay, choice is an interesting aspect of this as well. I have, um, we're going to have to take another commercial break here shortly. On the other side, I'd like to get into belief systems and, and how that uh, can affect the effectiveness of this form of therapy. We will need to take another quick break at this point. Jack and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the X Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus five hundred video games, live TV channels free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, 
Bigfoot Lake Monster or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. I always love to hear from my listeners. Email me at info at missionevolution.org and suggest a topic or a guess that's on your mind. I'm sure we'll all enjoy them. Our guest this hour is Kak Young. Her website, kakyoung.com slash crystal dash healing. Kak, there was, there was a curiosity I wanted to get into a little bit while we still have time. And uh, you know, crystals are, you know, you, you get a tool, um, a medical tool or, you know, a drug or, you know, they're all standardized. You can plan on what they're going to do in the world. You can't necessarily plan on what they're going to do with an individual, but you can plan on what they're going to do for the most part. Each crystal is an individual as, the, as a human individual. Is that what you're talking about when you're talking about building a relationship with them? Well, I am. Uh, obviously, they have the same chemical composition, the same atomic structure as each other, but each one of them has, ha- has a different personality. I believe in discussing the world who, not the world what. So I would refer to my crystals as a who, not a what. And as such, they have uh, an, an energy, they have an aliveness that I want to relate to as a specific personality. So when I get to know them and when I work with them, that's very important that we know each other and that we understand each other, and then we can click into the vibration of healing if we need to um, or the vibration of defense if we need to do that as well. So does the intent or belief system of the client dictate what the stone will be able to do? Not what the stone will be able to do, but what they will be able to do with the energy that they are given. Very so nice. a stone is program. Yeah, stone. A stone is programmed to heal. The person is either going to accept it or not, based on their belief system. So they might also be saying, "Oh, I want to heal this. I want to heal this," and not truly understand what they're going to have to go through to heal it. Could that also block uh, the healing energy coming from the stone? Absolutely, and that's uh, across the board. That the same thing could be true for um, uh, a botanical for uh, an essential oil, for a a medical drug. If the person has a blockage against healing and and is unwilling to go through what they need to go through, then it's not going to work. How can you tell if it's working or not? You can tell by whether it does. You can tell by if, if it makes a change. If the, if the healing occurs, the crystal has been successful. If the healing doesn't occur, you have to go deeper. It's kind of like that thing, the old joke, um, but the light bulb has got to want to change. You know, <laughs> So the, if, if, if the light bulb doesn't want to change, you're not going to have light. What if you use the wrong crystal? You can't use the wrong crystal. Uh, you can use a crystal that maybe is not suitable for that uh, healing or a, a something that isn't as powerful as you may want to do. You may want to use two crystals. You may want to change your approach with your crystals. But uh, a, a crystal can never be wrong for a purpose like that. Can crystal therapy be dangerous? Mm, that's an interesting question. Um, I don't think so. I don't think you can program it to do evil. I don't think it can do evil. Um, it's just against its nature to be evil. It is a good product. It is a natural product. I mean, you could certainly poison the earth uh, with things that are natural products. 
But uh, Crystal, I don't think you can program it to do evil things. I, I want to think about that, Gwilda, and, and let you know, but I don't think so. That's, you know, over the ages, uh, shaman use crystals and sorcerers use crystals. I was just curious if you knew if they could be misused. Well, I, I don't think that they have been used in spells, for example. I don't think that they have been targeted to go do an evil thing. I think that they would naturally dissipate that energy. Um, uh, it, it's kind of like you can't reverse the electrical current in them uh, when you get it, but it is going to be refined and pure on the other side. They're not going to change it in the meantime. So I just don't think they can do evil. What kind of training should a person receive before working on others with crystals? Oh, a lot. I don't think that. I think that you can work gently uh, with people on crystals. I I would really read some books. I would certainly read my book, The Art of Healing with Crystals. It's a book that starts with the basis, basics and gives you a lot of information. But nobody can go out there and become an instant healer if you're dealing with the complexity of the psychological and spiritual matrix of the human being. Um, that's reckless. But if you get the proper training, you can certainly use it in aromatherapy, in with massage. But you do need some clinical training if you're going to do the higher echelons of psychotherapy uh, with them. So is there a certain amount of personal processing required to prepare yourself to be a crystal practitioner? Absolutely. I think you have to understand that you are a servant, that you are a channel and a vessel. This is not an egocentric profession. This is something where you are helping mankind, you are helping others evolve. That is your job. So if there's any other uh, confusing emotions in there or intentions, they have to go away. You have to work on yourself so, so you are you know, pure and angelic yourself to be doing this work. Does some of that processing, um, is it a natural result of developing a relationship with the crystals? Do the crystals start to recalibrate you in that process? Oh, absolutely. I think so, Gwilda. You know, I, I, I attribute the crystal, my crystal collection, to saving my house during the Thomas Fire. Uh, we are one of... Uh, very few houses that were saved. Our neighborhood was completely ravaged last December. And when I came back into the house, we had 30% damage, but I came back and there were all my crystals. Not a thing was touched. There was no internal damage, and, er and everything in our house was peaceful, and the rest of our neighborhood was ash. So I attribute them and their purity and their intention for love and protection for saving our house. Mm, pretty pretty profound. Do but my question was, um, in the process of building a relationship with your crystals, do they uh, bring to the surface the things that don't balance with uh, unity um, and your personal enlightenment? Well, sure. If you entrust them with your secrets, if you entrust them to heal you, then they will bring that up for you. They will remind you that you are being selfish or thoughtless or, or you are being hard-hearted. You need to work in some forgiveness, and they will work with you and tell you that. And, and, you know, I will, if I'm angry at somebody or mad at the postman or something, I'll find a crystal that just shows up and says, you know, calm down, relax. It's not that important. And my my kyanite is one of my biggest healers. I can take that in my hand, and I can all of a sudden be back in touch with the spirit that I want to be in the vibra and act at the vibration that I choose for myself when I'm being the healer. You say they say to you. How, how do you hear what they're saying? That's the relationship. That's what you develop. That's where you... Uh, you, you are able to communicate with them. It's all vibrationally. It's all through thought balls, really. Uh, it's how animals communicate. They communi communicate in thought balls and images, and that's how I communicate with my crystals. I can walk into a room and ask them, how are you doing, guys? And I'll hear from them things that they uh, want to say. I mean, But that's after 30 years of working with them. It's 30 years of respecting them, and I think that's the key. I honor them. I respect them, and I consider them sacred elements in my life. I'm honored to have them with me. So when I approach it that way, I know that that makes a very big difference. They feel free and safe to talk to me. When you say you hear them, do you hear them in your mind's ear or do you actually hear them? 
Uh, I hear them in my mind's ear. It's more of a thought than it is anything else. I don't physically hear them speaking to me, but I do sense what they are saying. Where can quality training be found if somebody's wanting to learn to not just work for themselves, but for others? Oh, boy, there's another great question. I don't know of an institute. I mean, I am currently putting together the um, Art of Healing Academy, the AHA, and on that academy, I'm going to be having a crystal training uh, platform, but that'll be up in about a year. My first one is coming up now, and it's uh, training in feng shui, which is the management of energy of from 6,000 years ago. Uh, form school feng shui so that's what i'm doing first and i will have a crystal training but i don't know of any others and i should that's my bad i i should look up something um i'll send you that so that you can advertise that as well i'll research a couple of good crystal training places we lost frank alper a few years ago so oh okay how, how can you, and, and i'm sorry that we did <laughs> how can using crystals rebalance the chakras and aid in spiritual connection well the chakras are all about balance and imbalance of emotions and uh, things the things that they represent in our lives so they can work I use the opposite so if I'm out of balance in my root chakra for example I will use an opposite stone with an opposite quality if I find myself out of out of balance and the way you find yourself out of balance with your chakras is how your emotional life is going how you are feeling through your feelings you are able to figure out where your energy wheels are off and then I will work with crystals to balance, to rebalance that. Uh, if I have a client who's had a loss, for, for example, I will work with a certain set of crystals because I know that in their solar plexus they are sad, that they are feeling alone. So I will work with that in, in that particular chakra and also right. probably their well, root chakra. Jack, as always, time has flown and now we're out of it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Gwilda. It's an honor to be with you. God bless you. God bless you. Our guest this hour has been Kak Young. Kak is the author of 15 books, her latest, The Art of Healing with Crystals. Her website, katyoung.com slash crystal dash healing. Remember to join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up at missionevolution.org. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiecka on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues, bringing information, resource, and support to an evolving world. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net.
Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.